to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we are talking about dealing with distraction. How are you doing? I'm doing well, although I was just reading a text somebody sent me. Oh, were you a little, you're a little distracted? I did get a text, actually. My watch just buzzed while you were talking, but I didn't read it. (laughs) That's really funny because um, I felt like I was getting too distracted by notifications on my watch and I think I ended up turning all of them off and now I don't know how to get them back oh better google that huh yeah yeah um I mean they're a mystery it's true there I mean it seems like it would be straightforward but I it doesn't ever respond the way I expect it to right exactly and I have the maybe the opposite problem, which is that uh, I, well, I don't know if it's the opposite problem, but I can't turn off a ding if my husband texts me. Oh, I just, right. I can't figure out how to turn it off. And he, <laughs> last time we, last episode we recorded, he, he texted me and I ding and I'm like, I typed, tried to try, type silently, I'm broadcasting. Like, you know, I told him I was. <laughs> he said, can't you turn me off? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, he said, told me to Google it, and I have Googled it. I said, I don't know what the issue is. But it's, it's, it's generally speaking, okay. I like yeah. to know when he's trying to reach me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, these distractions, man. I mean, we've built in so many distractions. Well, I have, I should say, in my life where um, it's, there's just... I'm frequently flitting from one thing to the next, one thought to the next, one task to the next. Yeah, and it's it ends up, I don't know about you, but when I have days like that, which I do more often than I would like, I feel like I've accomplished nothing. Right. Oh, yeah, I have days. I've I got to say it's been a long time since, I think, since I had a day where I thought I got nothing done. But maybe it's because I blog so frequently and stuff. At least I get something right. done. But um, back when I was a writer, you know, however long ago that was, 15 years ago, there were whole days where I got nothing done. (laughs) And that was practically (laughs) pre-internet. So I don't know what I was doing. Uh, But, but yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Today, I've got a, uh, I I have a very light client week, so I'm looking forward to getting a lot done. And um, I also (laughs) noticed that my birthday is in a month. Yes. So I've been spending time, uh, I've been getting distracted by the notion of needing to give Barry a, a, a list of gifts because oh. he asked me the other day. <laughs> so there's this whole world of, you know, um, boxes that people, that you can get sent, right? Monthly subscription oh, yeah, boxes yeah. Uh-huh. that I find my, you know, Bix gets one. So now I want yes. one. <laughs> and so I've been oh. busy exploring them and <laughs> trying oh, to decide which fun. box to get. Yes. It's been very distracting today. 
Yeah. I did mean, yeah, I did mention I mean, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, uh-huh. but I love yeah. these box subscriptions. Do you have any idea what you're, what kind you're leaning towards? I'm leaning towards uh, pen-related ones. So I think either there's, um, like, there's one that's for hand lettering that's not just pens, but there's one that's just pens um, along those lines. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. I mean, I like fancy I didn't even pens. know there was a hand lettering one. Oh yeah, I just I didn't either till I googled it. There's more than one, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's lots of options. There's a website. Um, I can't tell you what it's called right now. I don't remember. But um, oh, <laughs> I was going to say it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't. I'm, I'm I'm resisting the temptation to put my fingers on the keyboard and find it. You see, yeah. I'm not going to do that. I think it might be called Case Joy, and yeah, I think that's what it's. CaseJoy.com, and it's just all these different. It's like an aggregator of subscription boxes. Oh, that's awesome. I think that's what it is. Well, and that's such a fun gift to give. Yeah, I don't even want it for a year. I just want three months because I don't need a year. I mean, that's too much stuff. But three months would be fun. I mean, Bix has had one his whole life, every month of his life. Uh, Bark box. That's a lot. He goes through those things. Yes, and he truly, truly enjoys them. It's yeah. like the highlight of his month. So, um, and we have apparently unlimited room for dog toys in our house. <laughs> that's what baskets are for. Exactly. But anyway, that's been my distraction today. And it's been a fun distraction, but it, I think it had a bit of a, a um, effect on my productivity today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because even when you're not actually doing anything about it you're sort of thinking about it right it's a fun thing to think about yeah 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 (laughs) well and that's interesting that to think about that um idea of an open loop like it's it's something that's not completed and Mm -hmm. how that can be distracting oh that's a really good point yeah i just sort of felt okay I, i put a little list together give it berry and that loop is closed Mm-hmm. That feels like that would be a really good thing. I should just, because yeah. it could go on forever, this research. And really right. what I found now is fine. It's great. Better than fine. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah, you're excited about it. But yeah. so, and even just, even if you can't actually take the action to close the loop, like create a list, you know, by the end of the day and give it to Barry, um, mm-hmm. you can put, you know, give a deadline and that closes the loop for now. Or you can set a time of when you are going to create that list. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like when we're done recording, you'll take 15 minutes, create a list and do it. And then that closes the loop so you don't have to think about it until then. Right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yep. That's a good, that's a great idea. And the fact is the list is created. <laughs> I've been working on the list <laughs> as I go. Uh, I also threw some earrings in. So, uh, uh but I, I get your point exactly. And closing the loop. I don't even, yeah. I'm not sure I've encountered that particular phraseology. I like it. Well, it's, um, I'm sure it's in other places, but I first learned about it in my NLP training. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that they will do to create curiosity is purposefully leave a loop open. So, mm-hmm. you know, like start a story and not finish it and mm-hmm. then teach content and then finish the story. And keep it, people engaged? Yes. 
Mm, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, and that's a little bit like um, Mark Forster's thing about uh, stopping mid what you're doing and taking a break so that you'll come back to it. Yeah, and taking then there's a break a, right in the middle. Right, and there's a writer, a very prolific, famous writer, as I recall, who stop will stop in mid sentence. Mm. Do you know who is, I'm talking about? Um, is uh, Stephen King? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I do. It's mm. a, well, couldn't figure. We'll have yeah. to. We'll, we'll Google we'll that. have to Google that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I would do, you know, taking Mark Forster's advice, I would do that when you know, he says, he's the time management guru that we talk about sometimes, and he would say, set your timer, because he talked about timed bursts, right? Mm-hmm. Do this thing for this amount of time, and having that timer going kept, would keep you focused, and as soon as it went off, even if you're mid-sentence, walk away. Take a timed break, and then come back to it. And you you're dying to come back to it. If you right. stop right in the middle, when the temptation is totally to finish the sentence or finish the page or what have you, yeah, same would go for reading, wouldn't it? As well as writing, yeah, yeah. Um, except for my problem always is because I, I tried this the last time um, I did Nano Rimo, which oh yeah, we're gonna do again, yes. <laughs> National Novel yeah. Writing Month. Um, uh, I tried doing that, and then I would come back, and I would have no flipping idea what I was saying <laughs> or you, where I was going. Were you stopping like, I would like stop for the day? For I mean, you talk, you yeah, talk, stopping your session. Yeah, yeah. I I could I could I could totally see that happening when I was writing. <laughs> Because I was trying to do it, like when I hit my word count, I would just stop regardless. Yeah, that may not be the best. Not for, not for my age and mental capabilities. Right. At least jot a few (laughs) notes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and that when we do National Novel Writing Month in November, where we write a fifty thousand word novel in a month, that's going to be. a nice exercise in not being distracted, right? Because yes. we're going to be adding, well, I don't know how long it's going to take to write. For In the past for me, it's been about an hour a day of writing. Um, and uh, you, and really just letting the words come out of you without distraction. Right. Me. Well, I'm hoping that some of the things I'm learning in mm, this cartooning course I'm taking will help me in just letting the stuff out as opposed to trying to make it happen um Mm -hmm. and also to you know really get going with that daily habit so maybe if you do NaNoWriMo in 2020 you'll write a graphic novel (gasps) I didn't even think about that (laughs) that's pretty cool that is I mean you'd have to somehow measure it differently than word count but uh that's really that's a neat that's a wow that would be a cool goal well or even if i just illustrate a straight yeah like jack finney in time and again yeah my favorite book book. (laughs) um oh all sorts of exciting possibilities well and you're like coming up with them things that never even occurred to me isn't that funny like yeah I've never even really, I haven't even taken the time to really think through the possibilities of what being a decent 
cartoonist would allow me to do. I know. Who knows what this is going to open up? <laughs> exactly. It's very exciting. Yes. <laughs> I want a graphic novel by Shannon Wilkinson. I don't even like graphic <laughs> novels, but I like yours. Uh, that's really oh. neat. Yeah. yeah. So um, one uh, thing that just popped into my head about dealing with distraction that I reminded myself of when talking about uh, Mark Forster is that my number one tool for dealing with distraction is a timer. I mean, I yes. use it for staying focused, but even perhaps more importantly in this context, I use it to monitor my uh, pursuing distractions. So, for example, if like your I, focus. Yeah, if I'm taking a little break, I set a timer for five minutes and say I can go on Facebook for five minutes, and then I stop mm-hmm. when it goes off, or usually I do. Um, so that helps me a lot because I in the past would just you know you can lose um lose sense of time sometimes when you're scrolling through social media yeah oh i've never done that i don't never no you're talking i can show you how i can show you how oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's a great point and that makes me think the other thing i didn't really think about this in the context of um sort of task you know the things that help us be successful with task management help us deal with the distraction um my number one thing is um is my to-do list or you know whether regardless of what tool i'm using whether it's my bullet journal trello todoist which i'm actually using all three right now um whatever the thing is to that is tempting me to distraction if it's something that i actually need to come back to writing it down so that i can relax knowing that i don't have to try to remember to do it is really useful oh wow yeah that's great that's so funny i thought you it's not where i thought you were going with it you took a turn i wasn't expecting i thought you were going to say using your task list to get you back on track like you know you know what you're supposed to be doing and so you get distracted and you go back to the task list and look at your list but what you're saying is you think oh i need to make a birthday list for my husband you put it on your task list so your brain lets it settle isn't worried about it and um then later you can make your you can go looking for your birthday Mm -hmm. gift um yeah, that may, that's great. I think, do you segment do you, those uh, just fun distractions into their own list or anything? Um, I, well, I have a, in the, each of the things that I use, which I use for different, um, like, just tasks I use Todoist, more project-based stuff. I use Trello, and then... Um, uh, I am sort of tracking throughout the day in my bullet journal. It sounds complicated, but it works really well for me mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, but so um, each one of those has an inbox of sorts where I'll put something like that and then I can, mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about putting it in its proper home or anything. I just can get it in there super quick. And mm-hmm. um, uh then it then I can let go of it and remain focused on what it is that I want to be focused on. Well, that's a great strategy. Um, yeah, because maintaining the focus on 
the top priorities. I'm not a big fan of prioritizing. Like, I don't like to spend time prioritizing. I don't know why. I never enjoyed putting A, B, and C next to tasks or something. Yeah. But usually at the start of the day, jot down the things that are important that I get done today. And ideally, as we've talked about, I try to keep that list pretty short. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but... Um, Damn, I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. I wasn't even distracted, I don't think. Although the Amazon's on fire. And that just went across my screen. Um, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Nope. It will. It'll come it back or not. Oh, I know. Not huh. prioritizing. It was, but knowing what's important, right? So yes. having a sense yes. of... Yeah, of um, the the tasks that aren't necessarily ur- that they, they might be urgent, but also the tasks that are important, and um, just like we talk about knowing what's important to us, to you, and you know, to to you, to um, help you stay focused on those things. Right. So whatever you're choosing to focus on, to be really clear about why it's important to you, so when the distractions come up. Um, it's easier to put them to the side and keep your focus. Is yeah, that what like you're you say, exactly. I'm having trouble with words this afternoon, but yeah, like you say, jot them down uh, mm-hmm. in your case, which is brilliant, and then get back to the important thing, yeah. knowing why it's important, as you said. Yeah, and it's funny. Things. I didn't really realize until you were talking that. Um, if it's something that I need to do today, I'll put it in my burnal- bullet journal because that's what I'm working off of for the day. And if it's mm. a task that um, uh, can be done on another day, I put it in Todoist. And if it's a, sort of a bigger project, then I'll put it on my Trello board. So, oh, that's interesting. So it's sort of um, micro to macro a little bit. Yeah. And the, and because what I discovered, because I was trying to do just Todoist or just Trello, and what I discovered is I love Trello for sort of project management and like goals and sort of bigger picture things. And I love Todoist for individual tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, like but the way not, it crosses things off? Yep. Um, but I don't like Trello for tasks and I don't like to do us for project management. And so this is the solution that I found for me. And it, and it's interesting because it works both like the Trello gives me a, um, um, a more visual Mm -hmm. idea of what I'm working on. And then Todoist gives me just a list of tasks, which helps with distraction. Because then it's just like I can tick through these tasks. I can pick the tasks off there that I'm going to do today. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, so next time we're together, we'll have to compare our Trello boards and such. I abandoned Todoist completely. Um, so I'm Trello and Evernote are my two apps where things live. And with... And, only ways that make sense to me like I know exactly what goes into Evernote and what goes into Trello (laughs) but uh, it's hard to explain Um, but that's interesting because I love dragging a card in Trello from to do to done so I get that satisfaction I I enjoy doing that but I hate putting all the tasks on separate cards I like I I, Mm. it drives me crazy I find it super annoying do you ever do checklists on a card yeah, and it's yeah. not as satisfactory. 
No, exactly, because you can't see it until, unless you click on the card. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it like well, I said, it that you have a system that works. Yeah, you have a system that works really well for you. It includes the your bullet journal, so it includes handwriting as well. Right, which again, I like tried to. I've tried to do each one of these things on their own, and it didn't work. And I don't want to turn this into a task management. I know, conversation. right? Something's happened. Right? <laughs> we got distracted by task management. I know, but I um, uh, I have found, and I've just accepted that I do better knowing what's going on in my week if I take the time to do my weekly spread in my bullet journal All right. and okay. work from that. And so I, I just accept that that works better for my brain. It's, it, you know, it's 15 minutes of time and soon I'll be able to draw really cute pictures to go with yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> you sound like you're apologizing a little or being feeling a little defensive about it, but there's nothing well, to apologize I, for. I know I felt defensive uh, sort of for myself like I because I felt like because this is that thing that I've had before where I feel like I shouldn't have to do this Mm. like I shouldn't I should be able to just you know look at my week on cello or look at my week on my calendar or whatever and not have to duplicate things Mm -hmm. Um, you know there's a way in which I feel like that can be distracting like I'm spending more time organizing my tasks than doing them Mm -hmm. (laughs) um uh like you know I'm letting that distract me but in truth it's helping me remember things it's helping me organize things it's helping things get um more solidified in my mind so I know what I need to do during the week Mm -hmm. I think that's great and so are you working from your bullet journal your exclusively during the week yeah it's sort of on a on a daily basis like my list of what I need to do each day I'm using my bullet journal mm-hmm. and I will say that I consider myself electronic time management but I pretty much that daily list that I mentioned where I put three or four items they're handwritten it's handwritten oh yeah it. yeah it's, it feels right and that's what I glance at all day long it's just on like a five and a half by eight and a half pad mm-hmm um, yeah, so whatever works, right? And right. for me anyway, what works shifts around. So I'm, I'm never going to have a, the, a permanent solution, I don't think. <laughs> but that's okay, no. as long as it's working now. Yeah, well, and I think we sort of worked through that in previous episodes, that it's okay to switch around your methods as, mm-hmm. um, to continue to feel productive and like you're on top of things. Right. Um, but all of this helps you avoid distraction because you know what you want to be doing and why you want to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Um, just if you're not, if if you haven't created any kind of list of what you it was important for you to be doing, life becomes nothing but distractions. Those are those days we talked about where we feel like we get nothing done. It's because yeah. we're unruttered. Is that untethered? Whatever. Some <laughs> nautical <laughs> analogy here. Um, untethered with no rudder. <laughs> um, but uh, that they um, devise in some way to keep track of this stuff allows you to uh, have a rudder, I think. And, yes. And, and, and I, as, I, as, as I said, I love your idea of just adding those things those distract those bright shiny objects to your task list or whatever list so that you 
can put them to bed until it's a more appropriate time to look at them. Yeah, that helps a lot. And then, you know, there's a lot of things that that we can do to minimize distraction when you want to focus, which is hard to do until you until you make a habit of it. And that is, you know, what we started out talking with notifications, Mm -hmm. turning off notifications, silencing notifications, you know, having only the minimum, you know, if you need to take phone calls, then your phone can ring and, and, you know, see if there are times when you can work with even your ringer off. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, don't have the uh, audible tone when you get email. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, that was so exciting. You've got mail. mail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But to figure out those notifications so things aren't dinging and buzzing, it's. um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and he was talking about being addicted to technology Mm -hmm. and how we tend to go to bed with our phones on our nightstand and then the first thing you do is pick up your phone and that if that isn't what you want to be doing or you're finding that isn't really working out the way you want it to um, don't rely on willpower move your phone away from your nightstand set yourself up for success Yes, but he he likened it to, you know, if you are an alcoholic and you put a fifth of whiskey or whatever it is you like to drink on your nightstand and then you wake up in the morning and you see this and you expect to not drink it, it's like it's it doesn't help. So remove the distractions. Right. That sounds like very good advice. Yeah. Yeah. I just hadn't thought about that. And you know, I think I might have mentioned this in the um on the cruise, we there was only one set of outlets, you know, one two plugs in the entire room and they were not anywhere near the bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so for those, you know, whatever eight nights, I didn't have a phone by the bed. So guess what? I didn't wake up and look at my phone every morning (laughs) and um and i think it would be useful if i didn't plug my phone in by my bed (laughs) because i really like that and it's just uh oh it felt good that's right that's what you're saying it felt good to wake up and not have your phone right there it felt good to not get on my phone because it's like you know the when you were joking earlier about Facebook it's like you know I could there could be a notification I click through that next thing you know I've spent a half an hour on Facebook and I'm not even out of bed yet oh wow yeah Um, I think well there you go so I think one of the easy yep one of the easiest ways to deal with distraction is to eliminate it Mm-hmm. To reduce the the opportunities that of things that can distract you, and I think the first step in that is becoming aware of them. I think that something like that, where you know, the um, looking at your phone first thing in the morning, 
may not even feel like a problem until you start thinking about it or lots of right. things in our lives that um that like you know we when we were young we would always answer the phone right i mean when you're a kid it would, we would race to the phone and see which who would yeah. be the first to pick it up now right. i don't i don't have my ringer on i mean i have a watch an apple watch so i know if my phone is ringing but i don't have an audible notification and i don't answer the phone if you call i do um we never yeah. call, thankfully, <laughs> thanks, Shannon. Uh, but because I don't like talking on the phone, I just like talking through the internet with you. With you through the internet with you on yeah. podcasts. I don't want to talk on the phone with you. <laughs> no, I, I like talking with you. But, but yeah, becoming aware, thinking about if you feel like you're leading a distracted life, maybe just put on those goggles that allow you to see the distractions and do what you can to um, eliminate them. Right. Awareness is the first step. Um, I think that's excellent to remember. And it's, it's good to, to maybe sort of take an inventory of, you know, what kinds of things because we get so used to them, we don't realize how much attention they take away from us. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast or not before, but there was a study that showed, um, Having your phone with you, knowing that you could get a notification, not even getting a notification, but just knowing you could get a notification, reduces your IQ the same amount that smoking pot does. Oh, yeah. I think you did mention that on the podcast, though. I couldn't tell you which episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's another reason to, um, if you know that you're not going to be getting any notifications then you know that part of your brain isn't trying to stay alert to them mm-hmm. Th- so therefore turning off your notifications can be like more beneficial than you th- than you might even think I mean it's right. not only that you're not getting distracted by the notification you're not getting distracted by the idea you might get a notification am I getting it Yes, yeah, that's okay. exactly. Yeah, that's really interesting. Huh. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. about how we went to a birthday party uh, the other night, and I didn't take my phone with me. Um, and that felt great. Like, you know, I didn't get, didn't get distracted about thinking about what might be coming through on my phone. I didn't even think right. about my phone. Yeah. I know. Isn't that interesting? Like, I feel like I'm, uh, like I'm not that I'm pretty good about not getting distracted, but I've been leaving my phone like in my purse and setting it down. And then, you know, as opposed to like keeping it in my pocket or something. Mm-hmm. And, and then I just don't think about it. Yeah. So yeah, becoming aware of all these possible distractions and then figuring out ways to uh, reduce or eliminate them can really Increase your focus. Mm-hmm. We would be unstoppable if we had no distractions. I'm just imagining that right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> distraction free. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right. Well, we want to hear from you. Um. How do you deal with distractions? Do you have any 
ideas, any tips, hints that you would like to share with us, you can leave us a voicemail at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. You can um, hit us up on social media we're on twitter at gtg enough we're on instagram at getting to good enough and same for facebook and then of course we're always on our own website at getting to good enough.com and you can leave a comment in the show notes uh, but for now i'm shannon wilkinson in i almost said st louis <laughs> That would have thrown me for a loop. Yeah. Uh, No, I'm still here in Portland, Oregon. And I'm Janine Adams, and I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. (laughs) At least one of us is. (laughs) Right. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. except for maybe just the alliteration of Shannon and St. Louis. <laughs> maybe, or maybe you're just skipping ahead in your brain to the next sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>